From Ramsey Network, I'm George Camel, and this is a message of hope. A daily conversation to help you navigate the current events affecting your life, money, and career. During a crisis like this, it's easy to feel anxious, isolated, and out of control. So in today's episode, we're focusing on managing stress, fighting loneliness, and maintaining our sanity. Walking us through it is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. The other day I woke up late after staying up way too late watching Seinfeld reruns. If you're like me, Seinfeld and The Office are kind of like a televised Xanax, right? They, they bring me joy and distraction and numbness and just help me unplug from everything pandemic-related. So I woke up late and I sprinted to the office where I'm part of the skeleton crew and over the course of the morning I ate my way through a bag of gummy candies and a big box of chocolates and then I had some Diet Coke because I'm still one of those dudes that's hoping that Diet Coke cancels out my terrible eating habits and oh yeah, and I didn't call anyone on the way to work either because I'm just tired of talking to people. And as I opened up yet another bag of junk, I put it down and I took a breath. I know this stuff. I've taught graduate courses on this stuff. I know. Yet here I was, intentionally being alone, like an out-of-control child, eating and distracting myself from the craziness of this pandemic. And so I'm talking to myself here, but I'm also talking to you. And I'm not going to mince words, because the research is so clear. High and chronic stress and loneliness and a lack of sleep will make us more susceptible to this virus. And I'm not an idiot. Millions of us are instantly out of work. Loved ones are in hospitals and businesses are completely shuttered. I get it. And we're all working from home and we're all suddenly homeschool teachers now, I guess. And for God's sakes, we're binging Tiger King just to stay off the news. We're all living in a science fiction movie, which makes it all the more important that I repeat this. High or chronic stress and loneliness and a lack of sleep will kill us. And I want to pass along a few tips for taking control of what little things we can control and for making a plan for us to be as well as possible in the coming weeks and months because it's more important than ever that we manage our stress, that we're intentional about fighting loneliness, and that we really work hard to get some sleep. Here's the deal with stress. First and foremost, protect your four walls. You've got to figure out a way to pay for your home, your utilities, your food, and your transportation. Knowing that your family and your home is cared for will give you peace. And if your family is not cared for, like you just lost your job, finding out exactly what you all need will give you a path to go get it. Getting out of your head and writing it down. And if that means heading out to a local grocery store to stock groceries, get on it. No pride, man. I don't care where you went to school or how smart you are. Be a hero for your family now. Go get scrappy and put some food on your table. Also, be very, very selective about where you get your information. The the four basic news channels and the rogue internet providers are not where it's coming from. These are good people working hard at their jobs, but we have to understand their job is not to give us correct information, and their job is not to make us feel calm and safe. Their job is to get our attention. Their job is to get clicks. That's what they're in business to do. So call people who know, like your doctor or your dentist, Or call or listen to people that you trust and let that be where you get most of your information. Also, go outside. And I know this sounds all tree-huggy and hippie and let's make our own granola and all that. But nature and sunshine and bird chirping are critical to your health. Go outside as often as you can. Take your family with you. Wave to people. Wave, wave, wave to people. It will restore your humanity. And when you can and as health allows, exercise. Don't go crazy. This isn't a time to start training for a marathon. 
but exercise, lift weights, do some things with your body. If you haven't done a push-up in 10 or 11 years, try one, try one of those, right? And eat right. And number two, here's the thing. There are no two ways about it. Loneliness and disconnection will kill you. Chronic loneliness is more deadly than smoking, and challenges like addiction, ADHD, and other mental health issues are disorders of disconnection. And we're in this weird moment of history where the best thing we can do for our community is to stay away, to disconnect. And so we've got to figure out creative and intelligent ways that we can connect, connect, connect. You're going to hear me say this over and over. These devices aren't the best, but they're what we have right now. So FaceTime with your mom. Hug your family. I literally, on my planner, have a number of hugs I'm going to get from each kid each day. It's that important that I take stock and hug my kids. And I'm going to talk with my wife. Giving information is not the same as connection. I want to say that again. Communication is not connection. So all throughout the day, we're homeschooling and talking and and working from home. We've got to put aside time where we're going to connect every single day. And talk to your friends' kids. They're fun too, right? Right, right. And while we're here, protect those relationships. Be kind. Be vulnerable. Admit to loved ones that you're scared. Tough guys, tough men and women, be vulnerable. Your kids feel it on you anyway, and they're going to love you for it. And you're going to get closer and closer and closer. And be the adult here. Be the adult here. Be the adult. And as I've mentioned everywhere I can, If this is bringing up all sorts of emotions or you have real mental health issues that you've struggled with, every mental health provider I know has moved their practice online or has some sort of online capacity now. Please, please, please connect with someone immediately. Reach out to folks in your local church. Don't handle this alone. And a key part of connection here is also service. Get out of your own head and think about other people. Find places to serve. Google it online. There's a million places. You can write letters. You can check on people from your church. Check on your neighbors. Pick up trash. Buy local. Whatever it may be. But find places to serve. And finally, number three, sleep. If you do the things above and limit your screen time, especially around bedtime, you will find sleep becoming more and more natural. And beware of hypnotics, right? These pharmaceuticals that knock you unconscious but don't actually help you sleep. And create a sleep plan, if you have to, that allows you to rest intentionally, naturally, and without fear. In tandem, connection, stress management, intentional nutrition, and a life of service will aid in deep, restorative sleep. No question, things are bonkers. They are scary and in some ways out of control. This is the time more than ever to work towards controlling the things you can control and focusing on your stress, connection with your loved ones, and your sleep. This is Dr. John Deloney with Ramsey Network. We are all in this together. May you be kind, laugh often, and be of much joy. For more from John, you can follow him on Instagram at John Deloney and join him in his 30 Days of Wellness Challenge. You can tune in tomorrow for another message of hope with Anthony O'Neill. If you don't want to miss it, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow the show on Spotify, or listen in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, I'm George Camel, and remember, hope is greater than fear.